Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Pat Bradley in the Zone is brought to you by River City Flooring. Bradley off the screen for three. Is he going to miss? He's been terrific in this first half. River City Flooring. The only thing better than their selection is their service. Visit RiverCityFlooringInc.com. RiverCityFlooringInc.com. Yeah, jump around, grab a rebound, and pump the sound. Big Robin. Hello, Mr. Bradley. What's up, boys? Well, let's see. Temperatures, ratings, and revenue, Pat. Same thing I always root for. You know that. The ceiling is up. The ceiling is the roof, buddy. Ceiling is the roof. You know this. In the great, in the words of the great Michael Jordan. Oh, he is great. Keith Smart. Did anyone ask why he didn't go to LSU? He wasn't recruited. In fact, he wasn't very good wow. out of uh, high school, Pat. Nobody wanted him, and he was back. I heard him tell this story. He was back at the rec league playing ball, and the coach there said, look, do you want to play college ball? And he's like, yeah, I mean, what else is he going to do, right? You're you're 18-year-old kid. You don't know what you're about to do. He got him uh, hooked up with the junior college and went to the junior college route Ooh. and then basically blew up, blossomed, and then uh, Indiana and some others come came calling. Arkansas came calling, and he chose uh, Bobby Knight over Nolan Richardson wow. and went to Indiana. Oh, really? Yep. Wow. Didn't realize that. Um, did you hear this clip last night about him talking about Coach Musselman and Bobby Knight? Let me play this clip real quick. Uh, the comparisons by Keith Smart between the two. So both coaches are always prepared, over-organized, uh, prepared for everything. So I got a chance to learn and see how those guys operate. Very intense uh, in the game, and also uh, as they're coaching the game, trying to get those players that they've had to play to reach another level. And each coach, um, between Coach Muscle and Coach Knight, the intensity of how they coach and went about their business, you know. And, uh, and so I, I see the similarities between those guys there, but more importantly, the uh, preparation, uh, the information that's necessary. Now, Coach Knight didn't have all the technology stuff back then, hmm. but it was a lot of information that was coming in. There you go. Hmm. Uh, yeah. A great basketball career he's had, huh? There's no doubt. Been around some good ones for sure. So it's the second biggest shot in championship game history. The second biggest shot, yes, behind Scotty Thurman. Yeah, I'll give you that. Yes, yes. yes I was pretty yes, disappointed yes. in that game, by the way. I gotta be honest. I was I don't know, Pat, I, I got really I became a huge fan of that Syracuse team. And I've never really gotten over it. <laughs> I don't know why. Syracuse. I've I've always been a huge Syracuse fan myself. Yeah. I didn't really. I didn't care much about Bayheim. It was just that whole team that I love the makeup of that team. With Sherman Douglas was such an exciting mm-hmm. point guard. He played so played under control, but he was he was very flamboyant in the way he delivered passes. Sure, uh, I remember him snapping Damn. one between his legs for a dunk on the other end. Um, but yeah, he had, he had young. He had I was Coleman and Billy Owens on that team. I want to say maybe Billy was. I think a, they were the early nineties. That's when my eighty-seven was still a little bit too early for me. My brain was still having trouble processing, like Tom and Jerry, still at like ten years old. <laughs> I want to say Billy was a freshman, maybe that year. I think, but you had Ronnie Cycli and Stevie Johnson. It was just such a nice team. Anyway, it was a great game. It was a great, great championship game. Anyway, I'm over it. All right, so the Hogs won yeah, over the weekend. Let has... me give you their lineup. Sure, give it to me. All right, Ronnie Cycli, Sherman Douglas, yep. Matt Rowe, Derek Brower, Stephen Thompson, 
Stevie, yeah. The Stevie. man. Love Stevie. Uh, Herman Harried, Eric Rogers, Keith Hughes, and Derek Coleman. Coleman was the rook. Okay, he not Billy Owens. He was a sophomore. Okay. All right. D.C. Good team. And Bayheim was the coach. Yes, he was. All right, so uh, Wes predicted that Arkansas would go on the road and win uh, at LSU, Pat. I have to say, I have to give him credit. He said first one to 60 wins. I did not see it. Were you shocked at all that Arkansas went down there and shut down LSU the way they did? I wasn't I wasn't shocked, no. Um, yes, they were without their point guard, who he's a, he's a good player. He's not you know, a, a guy that's in or out going to make him um, you know, do or die for the season, but he's He's a guy that's capable of scoring double digits to take care of the basketball, and he's just a leader on the floor, like, like any point guard is, and he's played a lot of college basketball in, in their point guard that was tension. Um, whether that would have made any difference, maybe not, because he, the guy that stepped in for him has played really good basketball. So I just felt like they had it in them. And, you know, they're the same team they were. Uh, at the beginning of the year, nine and zero. I mean, this is a good team. It was just going back to the old thing of what's your identity and what where you your effort. And they showed incredible effort against that that game against Missouri. And I know it was just an absolute destruction blowout, but um, you could tell that, that that there was a different motivation in that team. Uh, and then going to LSU, yeah. I mean, Wes is right. LSU is a team that they they don't score a lot. They just don't have that stuff to make up. So you're going to have an opportunity. If you, can, if you can find a way to compete on the glass, not turn it over, those type things, offensively, Razorbacks are, are a good enough team, as we saw, to go on the road like that and muster up enough points. And I think that's what it was all about. It was like mustering up enough points. They won the free throw line. They won the glass game. So you do all those little things added up, man. And uh, it was it was it was a good win. It was good to see how they won. I think they grew up too. I think that's the important thing is they grew up. Like you could see guys emerge, toughness. There was a toughness there that they hadn't shown in the last few weeks. Pat, when you talk about the toughness, there's something that's happened in the last two games that I'm I'm a fan of. Coach has gone big. Uh, he's moved uh, Audis Tony to like the two guard. Uh, he, he's going even bigger with Trey Wade at the three guard, playing a Moody at the th- four sometimes. I, I'm a fan of size. I, I think basketball it does yeah. height matters, and and what's ha- happening all of a sudden. Uh, they're out rebounding guys because they've gotten bigger. But Pat, I think they've, uh, and I hate to say accidentally, but maybe it's working even better than they thought. They're they're realizing, you know what? Audis Tony can guard the two over there, or, or Trey Wade can guard yeah. the three. These guys were 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 playing them up a position, but they're still able to guard defensively the guy in front of them. And and I don't know, maybe they 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 that was their master plan all around. But it surprised me when I saw the big lineup. I was like, I don't know if they can guard anybody. And then I started thinking, well, it wasn't like they were guarding them anyway. Pat, they were dribble driving, penetrating, getting past the small guards. So well, if you're if you're going to be small and can't guard anybody, why not be big and can't guard anybody? Well, you know what? They're big and they can guard them. So it's it's kind of worked out uh, right. the other way around. But uh, when you see this lineup that I'm talking about, can you have success against other teams? Uh, that are maybe a little quicker because let's face it, LSU and Missouri aren't the two quickest teams uh, with penetrators. 
Will they be able to hold up against some of the, you know, the Alabamas, the Auburns that, that really like to penetrate and kick it out? Yeah, that's going to be the challenge. Um, a lot was made about, you know, to your point, Darius Days, LSU, who has had a, you know, he's their, uh, he's their best scorer most of the year. He has been, but we had the matchup, and people were, I can't believe they shut down Darius Days. Well, we had the, the 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 matchup for him to be able to do that. It was the same with Kobe Brown, that kid from Missouri who came off that thirty points. He had thirty against Sama. Trey Wade starts on him, and he and, and he can't get anything off Trey Wade. So I think you're right. We do have that position, the perimeter. Um, we can defend that. Now that speed and quick that. Going back to the Hofstra game, going back to, um, what was it, the Vanderbilt game, that's, Bama has that, Auburn has that, like you said, those, those quickness. And it's, you would think we have the personnel for that. I think Devo is as long as anybody. Chris White should be fast and quick enough to do it. Um, but that's gonna, that, that'll, that'll determine a lot. Um, we'll get that. Auburn is just so well-balanced. They're an absolute beast. And um, so it's – I wonder if, you know, I wonder if Coach Musk switches it up at times, you know. If we can't defend the dribble that well, I wonder if he throws a couple of zones just to, just to slow down the opposing offense. It'll be up to Coach Smart tonight. No more Musk, I guess, on the sideline. How much of an impact oh, – yeah, How much of an impact do you think that would have? And, and going back to your days, I don't know if Coach Richardson missed any games for any reason. I think he was. I don't know if he has rotator cuffs. He was uh, probably too tough to ever have an injury. But uh, did did he miss any games ever? He didn't. And you know, going into the so that was another thing because as much respect as you have for your assistant coach, like the head coach is the voice. That's always the one that you're going to hear. And so I thought the LSU game was a sort of a big question mark in a sense of you're going to go there and yes, you have your assistant coaches, but you have to, as a player also carry out business. You have to be mature enough to do it before somebody's telling you to do it. Um, and without a head coach, it's just a funny uh, deal because you have, you know, you have to go out and make those decisions on the fly your own. So this was another challenge for them. And they passed it. That's why, like, I feel really good where they are right now because they grew up a lot having to do that without a head coach. As much as, you know, the, their assistant coach is doing the, the right things, it's just a little bit different. You know, that voice is just ingrained in you to, to hear that voice. It's almost like when you were a kid down, down at the playground and you have, like, a hundred – or I guess you, you got – you know, you, you just hear your mother's voice over everyone else. Mm. Yep. <laughs> well, I heard my middle or, name. Or I guess you get – well, I guess you guys can relate to it when, you know, because you're both, you know, when you hear dad, and there could be a billion kids going, daddy. Yeah. <clears throat> and then you're like, but you know your kid's dad when they say it. Yeah. Although I will say, above everybody. even though I didn't know you then, Pat, if I had heard your mother, if I had mer- heard Marianne yelling over a bunch of kids' noise, I think I would have come a run. Patrick Henry, get home! I I would have known that voice. I don't know exactly who that is. That's right. So, 
Uh, yeah, it, it does matter. It does matter, no doubt. Um, it does matter. But they, 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 they showed that they could go out there and, and execute and do it themselves. Pat and then the other side of it, man, Jalen Williams is just off mm. the charts. Yeah. Woo. Big time. Hey, what was more impressive to you? Arkansas finishing the last nine minutes and 26 seconds on a 17-2 to run or LSU being in the double bonus and not shooting one free – not one foul <laughs> the last nine minutes and 26 seconds for Arkansas. What's, what's more amazing, just giving up two points in nine minutes and 26 seconds or no free throws in nine minutes and 26 seconds? Well, I, I'll go with the free throws because the ability to defend without fouling like, you guys know how frustrating it is watching a good defense and then all of a sudden a dumb foul. Mm. Or so, it's just in the ability to do that, um, especially when you're on the road. That, that to me, that, that, that was – I don't know if that's ever going to happen again. <laughs> but if you, if you can do that, uh, yeah, that's how you keep teams under 60 points. Right there is, it's it goes back to those, you know. If you don't take care of the, the small things, rebounding, turnover. Although they did turn it over nineteen times, but that's you know, LSU is that's that's what they do. Mm-hmm. Um, you're not going to have a chance, and they did. They made they were smart on the offensive end, smart on the defensive end, uh, getting them getting two loose balls. All those all those things put yourself in position to win the game. Pat Bradley, join us on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline, courtesy of River City Flooring. Let's turn the pace to tonight's game. The Gamecocks coming to Fayetteville, 6 o'clock tip, early start tonight. Uh, Frank Martin, always a tough-minded coach. Defensively, he's probably not thrilled with what he's seen so far. What uh, Arkansas is a pretty big heavy favorite tonight, by the way. Double digits going in. What uh, What does Arkansas yeah. need to do to get over on the Gamecocks? Well, we're just talking about free throws. and <laughs> I am predicting – high amount of free throws mm. because South Carolina is known. They, they're I forget what the number is. I just heard it. I'll, I'll, I'll look, be able to look it up. But they're I think it's not the top five in the country of teams that commit fouls. And it's not because they're straight up hackers. Frank Martin has said it. He said, we just don't get out of the way. <laughs> when we play defense, <laughs> we don't get out of the way. Mm. So, yeah, they're going to call a lot of fouls on us. But that's fine because we'd rather rack up the fouls and make life difficult for whoever we play. And then on the other end, Arkansas is the highest free throw shooting team in the SEC. Um, so you'll, you'll see that. And I think that's – so the other thing, too, is the this raise of vaccine, something I look at to see if their minds are in the right place and they're approaching the game the way they should – I look at the amount of free throws and if they're beating the other team because they, I think they go, oh, what, what do we go, average maybe going the free throw line like 19 times a game. 21% of our offense comes from the free throw line. <clears throat> so that's going to be a sign if we are locked in on this game and, and, and doing what we want to do uh, is getting to the free throw line. So, yeah, South Carolina is, South Carolina wants to play fast too. That's the other thing people don't realize. They want to. They like average length of possession is 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 up there in the country. Mm. Uh, they they want to rebound and they want to run, get up and transition, um, which I think is sort of something people 
have thought of the opposite of South Carolina in the past. In the last couple of years, they have wanted to get the tempo go up fast. So it would be a fun game. There's no doubt about that. A lot of action. I guarantee you that. There will be a lot of up and down action. Pat, you had a shot to call the number one team in the country this week. Yeah. What happened? Some Dumbo. <laughs> what? He he ranked Auburn ninth, um, and I guess the way they tallied up, I don't know. You guys maybe have have done that before, but if he had voted Auburn in his top four, <clears throat> they would have been number one. Instead, he voted them ninth, and they came in at number two, which is wild. But you are but, calling Auburn Georgia on the plains this week. Auburn, Georgia, yes. Tomorrow night, late game. <clears throat> so is Auburn the, it'd be a lot of fun, man. Can I ask you a dumb question? Is Auburn the real deal? I mean, I know Georgia's 0 and four in conference Nothing. play and they're fifty thousand <laughs> literally they're fifty thousand to one to win the SEC oh. at Oaklawn. Oh boy. Do you believe yeah, do you believe in miracles? Is... Yes, I do. <laughs> okay, then put a hundred bucks on him, you win fifty grand. Um <laughs> That's gonna be a rough one. Yeah, they, yeah, it is. They just Auburn's extremely well balanced. They have a seven foot center who is not, you know, he's a he's defends. That's his biggest thing. He's he's been scoring lately, but he um, he's one of those big block shots, finish around the rim. I mean, he's one of those real centers that mm-hmm. stays down in the block. And then you you know you could quite possibly the number one overall pick in the NBA, six foot ten. Does this team have a legitimate? Stroke. They have a legitimate chance to win the title. You think? Yes, I do. And it, there's you know until until we get up and watch you know until everything starts going in the tournament. Just from from the teams that I've seen. Um, you know, Auburn has answered every question. You know, when you and just tough to see how they're going to match up, obviously against Baylor or Gonzaga. I mean, you can do it on paper, mm-hmm. but if you're just looking at Auburn and what they what they have, they they have as quick guards as you want, and they defend, and they just got all the pieces. It's just almost like Bruce Pearl was able to hand pick. Mm-hmm all these certain pieces for a basketball team and, and plug them in. Now, the only question probably is, would be the guards going forward. Yeah. And that, that's because I think, you know, from a size standpoint, athleticism standpoint, they've got all that. They've got depth. Um, <clears throat> just just like the guards, you know, how effective can they be? I just looked up a stat. Uh, Auburn leads the nation in block shots per game over eight a game. They also are 13th in the league in steals, or mm. in, the league, in the nation in steals at almost 10 a game. Mm. That's not fun to play against. That sounds miserable. I looked up Pat's <laughs> stats because I'd seen the same thing. Arkansas is number five in the country in free throws attempted per game. Huh. That's pretty amazing. What South- are they reckon made per game? Uh, I didn't look at that. But they're not a bad free throw shooting team. They're no. above average. They're over 70. Uh, and uh, South Carolina is number 312 in the country in fouls per game. Mm-hmm. 20 fouls per game. Arkansas they should, should be get ranked, to the free throw line. Shouldn't they, be ranked like, shouldn't they be ranked like 25? Like they're really good at fouling. 
We're ranking them on how good we're they categories are. categories fewest fouls. Oh, fewest fouls. Fewest okay. fouls. I like fouls. to look at the mostest fouls. Yes. And they're really way up there on mostest fouls. Yeah, so yeah, they, yeah. they ought to go to the free throw lines tonight. Uh, what, about 28, 30 yeah. times? Arkansas is fifth in the country in free throws made, which is the important part. Yeah. I like you getting attempts. Yeah. I need you to make some, though. But fifth in the country in May, that's good. 284 free throws made. So, yay for them. Yeah. All right, yeah, so, so you like the Hogs to win tonight, Pat? I do, I do, and then you you start looking at it, man, fellas. This this you get a nice little stretch. Um, get a And M at home at Ole Miss, and you know then then you get that Big Twelve uh, matchup with West Virginia, which oh yeah, that's those games are always. Well, they resonate builders outside the league, so that's yeah. always that's always good. Hawks got a chance um, to go on like a uh, three a six game win streak, seven game win streak at Georgia after West Virginia. Then you get Mississippi State at home, eight yeah. game win streak. Then you get Auburn home. I mean, but you could go on a nice little run here, fellas. Mm-hmm. Got to, yeah, yeah, you can. Now's the time. You can go two and zero tonight, two and zero this week, rather not two and zero tonight. You can only go one and zero tonight, but two and zero this week. <laughs> Thinking two wins tonight, that'd be impressive though. All right, PB, we'll look for your call tomorrow night. And we will uh, talk to you next week. Appreciate River City Flooring so much for bringing us Pat Bradley from Beantown or Parts Unknown. Yes, sir. All right, boys. Appreciate you. Be safe. All right. Take care. Mr. Bradley.